go. We prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 99 of the Orphans of the American Dream Podcast. I am the Sasquatch, sitting here with the J-Bone and the Comrade. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Tommy? What's wrong? You muted me! <laughs> uh... Oh, you dirty... I muted myself. What an idiot. Oh, that's good. There we go. <laughs> oh, man, the show is going to be so good. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been. Well, we saw, we got wet, and we did our thing. We did. Thank you to everybody who came out. Absolutely. In yeah. completely awful, dreary, wet yeah. weather. I mean, literally the entire time it rained. Mm-hmm. And but, it got worse as it went on. Yeah. But, I mean, I was blessed to see as many people out there as uh, that showed up. Yeah, blown away. Very yeah. happy with the it outcome. Was, it was awesome. It was a good day otherwise, too. I mean, how many times do you say that you had a breakfast Baconator and a Baconator in the same day? <laughs> it's true. We had Wendy's twice. Mm-hmm. And we had it actually three times if you count having to turn around and go back <laughs> and, and try and getting lost yeah. in Decatur. They shorted us a sandwich. That was not cool. Yeah, you short somebody an entire baconator. That's a sin. The sin of sins. Yeah, it is. You do it's, not, it's right there on the stone. You do not right next come to, right there on the stone. Right, right next to thou shalt not murder is thou like, shalt not forget my freaking sandwich. That you do not. You do not take away a sandwich from a men our size. It's fair. It's not a good thing. Well, let's get on with it. Are we? Yeah. Oh. We can talk about the what we did last weekend after Comrades Corner. Welcome to Comrade's Corner. Today I have two prime stories guaranteed to bring you some levity to your day. We have some grade A thieves who may have orchestrated the best heist in history and a horror story about beer. To start off, this is not the first thief story we've had on Comrade's Corner and I'm starting to see a trend England actually has real professional burglars. I personally find that amazing. These scoundrels stole a golden toilet. Yes, you heard that right. They stole a 
karat gold toilet valued at over five million doll hairs. Picture this, if you will. You're sitting at the bar sometime after May 1st when we open Illinois back up. You're telling your best stories of courage and glory. Every detail captivates the drunken audience around you. Then, some guy in the corner explains how he stole a $5 million golden shitter from the house that Winston Churchill was born in. Ruins every chance you had with the cute blonde at the end of the bar. Sigh. To be the guy in the corner. Next up, I have a story even scarier. Breweries across the country are having to dump thousands of gallons of draft beer. With the restaurants and bars closed, keg beer sales have completely plummeted. A moment of silence, if you will. 20,000 gallons of beer were sent to waste treatment facilities in Portland, Oregon last week. If there was ever a reason to open up the states, it is this one right here, people. You thought we were energized before you haven't seen anything yet. I'm ready to march on Washington, storm the gates, but more importantly, get my hands on some of this beer before it's all gone. Okay, I don't really drink beer. I'm more of a whiskey guy myself, but I remember my youth, and it still pains me to see such a waste of good libations. It hurts the soul. It hurts the heart. All those college parties, bachelor parties, the draft nights at the bar. This beer will never see any of it. Just pressurized in a dark container waiting to be released into an iced glass. But no. This beer's waiting will be for naught. Only to be dumped into the trash, down the drain. Wasted. It's a travesty to say the least. And that is Comrade's Corner. No. <laughs> no what? That is a sin. I know. Not as bad as Baconator. That's right. No waste beer. And a golden shitter. Yeah, did that guy, It was that, were those the same people that took the ones out of JB's mansion? Probably. If I was to guess, they would be the same. Um, yeah. I'm going to believe that now. That's, if, that's if, the reality I live in. If y'all don't remember, JB got his nuts in the ringer a little bit. Still. Campaigning. Yeah, well, still, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had toilets removed from a mansion that was next door to their other mansion to get the property taxes lowered. Yeah, because it was Because that's the kind of shit baggy that he is. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's actually still in court. They have a court case soon. Man, he's in court for all sorts of things now, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're a dirty piece of shit. Greasy. I did, can, I you imagine, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Bubbles. That's greasy. <laughs> greasy. Greasy, boys. All right. He's greasy. Look oh, at him. Fair. You ever yep. seen him? Mm-hmm. Stupid, dripping, gross mouth. <laughs> he just looks like one of those people that eats grossly. Eats, he eats, eats grossly. Is that right? Just the spittle coming. Yeah, out. he eats like North Koreans do. 
just awful. But, uh, 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 I'll tell you what is exciting when it comes to the JB Pritzker, though. He's kind of got his nuts in the ringer right now. And his only reaction is, <laughs> I guess all the sick people will be on their heads. He can't even, like, fight it. He's just, like, stuck. Yep. <clears throat> Did you hear about his wife? Yes. Heading to Florida. You want to hear his response? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. I do have the response. When, when asked about his wife going uh, to Florida to their... What, $12 million mansion? Equestrian estate. E- equestrian estate, sorry. She wants to go play at the horse cocks. Here we go. Mark Conkle with the patch says, where's the first lady? Is she accompanied by a state security detail? Has she engaged in non-essential travel? What is your response to people who say the stay-at-home order and non-essential travel bans aren't being abided by your family? I believe there's a report from Illinois Rising Action that says that she recently traveled to Florida. Well, first of all, I want to say that in politics, it used to be that we kept our families out of it. You know, my official duties have nothing to do with my family. So I'm just not going to answer that question. It's inappropriate, and I find it reprehensible, honestly, that that, uh, that reporter wrote a story about it. The first time somebody gives me shit or asks me a question about why I'm not wearing a mask after May 1st, I'm going to answer the question exactly like BJ just did there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things wrong with that response. Yep. One, when in the history of politics did your family not get dragged into it? You're in the limelight, man. Ever. That's it. Two, um, you work for the people. Answer the damn question. It's a good question. Why is your family going to a state that's releasing its people and, and, and limiting the lockdown while you sit here and don't? Mm-hmm. If it's so dangerous, if it's so dangerous to open up, why are they going why to is your wife going there? And I normally, wouldn't, me I, I normally wouldn't have a problem with this. I mean, <clears throat> Trump goes to Mar-a-Lago all the time. Obama went yeah. golfing all the time, but not during a quarantine. Yeah. Right. Not during a lockdown. <clears throat> and... We're supposed not be. We're not supposed to be spreading the virus. We're not supposed to be going places unnecessarily. Is it necessary for her to go to Florida right now? No, she's probably bored like every other American. Exactly. That's the point. That's the yep. issue. Oh, it irritates me. It's just like, yeah, no, this does matter. It has nothing to do with how much money you make or the fact that you have multiple properties anywhere. It doesn't matter that it's the equestrian estate, multi-million dollar place. I don't care if it was a billion dollar property. No one else can go anywhere else. You can't go anywhere else. Your family can't go anywhere else. You're setting an example and letting, not, not letting them go, but. He is setting an example. Mm-hmm. This is the example he wants. He no, doesn't give a flying rat's ass about us. No, it's do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, no, it's 100%. It's just, oh, I hate the way he answers stuff like that. He gets so arrogant and like he's in the right. Well, did you hear him when, he, when, they, when they asked him about Darren Bailey's lawsuit? Yeah. What a joke! The well, same one today. Yeah, he had the same response today. It's like it's just as it's just an irresponsible lawsuit. It's not an irresponsible lawsuit. If it was an irresponsible lawsuit, it would lose. If Darren Bailey's lawsuit was irresponsible and misguided, 
and unconstitutional and not within the bounds of the law, he wouldn't have won the case. You are outside the law. You are the one who's being irresponsible. But we're going to get people sick. And people are going to die. Like you said in the beginning, like everybody said in the beginning, this is to limit the spread. It's not to stop the spread. Yeah, this is the this this right here is to get the hospitals up to snuff for when we do go back to normal. Because right. there's going to be a rise in cases. Right. And we're not going to get the herd immunity without a rise in cases. Right. You got mm-hmm. states now saying... There's no... I mean, he keeps talking about vaccine. Like, HIV has been around since the 80s, and we still don't have a vaccine. That's a virus. Right. A, vi- a vaccine is designed to help build your immunity up to the thing by injecting it into you. We're not going to have that. We're going to be locked down for a long time. Do you hear what the FDA did today? <clears throat> what did the FDA do today? They just got approval to start testing a uh, vaccine. Yeah, they can go to hell. Yeah, or exactly. Start Am I using an my choice? Using an experimental, probably in the uh, right to try situation. I don't, actually, I don't know if that would work even. I don't know. You gotta get a you gotta get a vaccine before you get the virus, right? If they want to make a vaccine, make a vaccine. I don't really care. If they try to mandate a vaccine, I will start using metal objects that shoot projectiles. He is definitely talking a about rubber band gun. A rubber band gun. That I'm not. There's not going to be a forced vaccination. I'm not doing. No, it. no. And we live in a there state where they 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 think they can do that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. they'll learn. <clears throat> they will. It's not going to be a thing. No, and I mean, let's be real. None of this is going on very much longer. No. Even the most docile person is done, with the exception of the people who are terrified and yeah. absolutely. Living in fear. I don't know if I've said this before, but I'll say it right now. We have the freedom to do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. also have the freedom to not come outside if you don't want to. But your fear doesn't get to dictate my movement. Exactly. I mean, they're and they're getting crazier. I mean, uh, Maine. I just said, I, I looked this up and I, I found it. They have their, it, how they're going to open up, right? In the phases. They have their four phases going all the way through August for phase three. Yeah, that's definitely not what the White House exactly. <laughs> nope. Through phase, for, that's just for phase three. Phase four literally says to be determined. That is an indefinite lockdown. It's bullshit. Exactly. 100%. That's an indefinite lockdown. And San Diego did the same thing. They now they're they're calling theirs. They said they're locking down indefinitely, but they did say they're taking direction from the state. So when the state starts to open up, they will start doing it. So basically whatever their rules are are the same as the state of California, which I didn't look into, but it, it is saying indefinitely. <clears throat> These states, it's not about protecting people anymore, if it ever was. I don't even know if it was. It's. In, I think it was indirectly about helping people and protecting people, but mainly, mainly it was about protecting the medical infrastructure. We weren't ready for something crazy like this. This stay at home was to 
help exacerbate that. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so that hospitals wouldn't get overwhelmed. Well, they're right. not. Right, didn't happen. And now the World Health Organization apparently is saying uh, herd immunity is the way. Yeah, I think, Sweden. Yep. Yeah, Sweden's successful now. <clears throat> Look at North Dakota. They, they, she refused to do it. They All, threw her a freaking parade. Yeah, yeah. There's I six. There's six awesome. states now that are not now, but there's six states that haven't enacted any government mandated lockdown of any kind. They just said social distance, wear a mask if you want, do your set, do your thing. None of them have seen any difference in cases than states that had a lockdown, showing that the lockdown didn't do anything, which is what Sweden showed as well. <clears throat> Social distancing is saving lives. I don't disagree with that. Government lockdown is not. But they're synonymous to J.B. Prisker. Exactly. And that's the problem. There is a huge difference, and I think they need to be separated Keep them separate. Exactly. Well, what they're doing is they're relying on people paying, uh, and I'm being modest with this, a quarter of the percentage that they should be paying attention. That is very modest. This is very modest. Because mm-hmm. if people are paying a quarter of, of, of however how you said that, <laughs> then. If a quarter of the people were paying attention. I don't even think that's how you said it. Either way. Whatever. They would be getting more information. Yeah. They would be waking up to this. I, I will say that I've seen a lot, like just going on my personal news feed and seeing, you know, a relative or, you know, just somebody I know, a friend or whatever, share something <clears throat> that is actually, <clears throat> excuse me, more about like with, with the virus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, like stuff that we've been posting mm-hmm. or stuff from our yeah. page or whatever. Um, like, you know, truth and stuff about the numbers and the death. The, you know, the mortality rate and everything, and more people, I'm just like, hey, see, more people are getting it. Stuff that these people don't usually post this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And more and more people I'm seeing share this, and it's just like, you know, people are really starting oh, to listen. Yeah. I have a, a farmer buddy who been friends since we were like 12. I mean, great guy. He, Me and him were talking the other day, and he's been sharing a lot of stuff like that lately. And he never has been political in the past. And we were messaging back and forth privately, and he was like, I don't think I've ever been as interested in politics as I am right now. And I was like, well, dude, seriously, you got into it at a really cool point, because it's a very historic time right now. And now is the time to be paying attention, because they're lying to everybody. And, and you now see that. And three months ago, you didn't. Yeah. You know? I mean, look how quickly, you know, and I know you don't like this term, Matt, but conspiracy theories, you know, you see, you know, usually, you know, look at Alex Jones, he'd say something, mm-hmm. you know, and but it would, it, it could be a few years before it actually was like, holy shit, he was right. Right. Things that we've been, you know, we've been talking about or other Six people are talking they've been calling, you know, a, a conspiracy theory. I mean, some of these are just like, a week later, it's yeah. it's like, oh, they were right. It's, it's happening of, so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much information coming out constantly. Alex Jones is the... Oh, damn it. The... Uh, I can't think of the word I was going to use, but he's, he's, he is the extreme exception of a person who... It's not like he 
is this Nostradamus or anything. Right. He literally reads declassified documents. Mm -hmm. Nobody else does that. He goes down to deep dives. And he has 30 years of uh, sources, too. And how many? No, he definitely has sourcing, but I'm just telling you, like, he's reading. He he says it himself. I'm reading these people's playbook because it's out there if you look for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at it's like with um, the World Health Organization and the Wuhan Lab and the Gates Foundation when they got hacked and all those files came out. uh, I mean, I was even going through the files. Yeah. You know, but he's got a team of people going through that stuff 24 hours a day, digging every single word out of there to see what they can find. Well, you mentioned the Wuhan Lab and the World Health Organization. He... uh, was one of the first ones to say that the WHO knew. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it came from the lab. That and it not that it lab. wasn't the wet market. And these are all facts now. Yes. These were well, conspiracy it, theories well, what less he than was, a month ago. Mm-hmm. What he was doing is he, he was using the information out there, but he also had sourcing because he knows so many people. Oh, yes. yeah. One yeah. of the guys that he was talking to, I believe, is a professor at the U of I. Yeah. Um, has vast knowledge of that. That, that, that landscape mm-hmm. that we have level four and five bioweapon labs in this country. Right. He knows how they operate. Yeah, it's it's insane what has come to be fact that, and I think that's a lot of why a lot of these people are waking up. Um, I posted something a couple of days ago, or it might have been it might have been today, and uh, it said, uh, uh, you know. In recent history, the conspiracy theory crowd has been right a lot, and I think mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of these people are waking up. They're seeing that oh man, that guy said that crazy thing, and then like two weeks later, that crazy thing turns out to be on you know CNN and and yeah. Newsweek and all these rep, quote unquote reputable news sources. And let's be real: when these places post things like that, it's because they don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They bury that stuff. They know about it. They see yeah. it. They bury it. Yeah, until they can't. Um, but stuff is opening up by force. Yeah. I have a list of exciting information that we talked about. Darren Bailey and his lawsuit. John, representative John Cabello and his lawsuit was today. Nope yesterday and it was uh it will include everyone in illinois it's clash action and to be clear about that that doesn't mean that darren bailey's lawsuit was less than what darren bailey was trying to accomplish was to set up a legal precedence because there had never been one right to do that the best course was to make a very simple lawsuit so that you could set precedence, it makes this class action lawsuit much easier, easier to yeah. move through the process and actually be successful. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it's also that on top of this, um, doing one individually gets you in a courtroom a lot quicker. Yes, yes. exactly. And that was yeah, yeah, class action lawsuits can take a bit. Well, this one's this one will be heard Monday. Yeah. I believe. I don't know. I don't know if that's the end of it, obviously. I don't right. think it, I don't think the end of Darren's is done. No, no, he's already appeal. filing an appeal. Yeah. And I think the 
Pritzker said today in the press conference as I was driving back from what I was doing today, work-wise, um, that our Kwame Raul, the state's attorney, mm-hmm. <laughs> should have been Erica Harold. Um, yes. He filed the appeal with the next court up, but he, I think he also moved to do it like to the Supreme Court as well, state Supreme Court. Yes, I did hear that. I also heard that. Um, the Harrisburg City Council has said they will not be enforcing any of the restrictions after May 1st. Cool. I've been to Harrisburg. I was down by Carbondale in that area. Um, the Perry County Sheriff, Steve Barrius, has also said he will not be enforcing any lockdown procedures after May 1st. The Woodford County State's Attorney, Greg Minger, has said after the 1st, there will be no lockdown enforcement in the county of Woodford. The Village of Energy Police Chief Sean Ladd has said the same. Tazewell County Sheriff Brian Hyatt Hyatt, um, apparently has said that. I've heard that from a couple different people. I couldn't find an article on it, but I haven't been able to find an article on very many of these. I don't know what that's about. Um, McHenry County Sheriff Bill Prim apparently has emailed multiple people saying that he will also not be enforcing these lockdowns. Um, so we have a lot of people coming out against this. There are more lawmakers that are starting to come out against this. And as this progresses and we get closer to the first, I think we're going to start seeing mass businesses just say, nope, we're open. Yeah, that's what needs to happen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything, and I think that federally, they need to start understanding this. As well as statewide, they need to start understanding this. All the states. Mm-hmm. Everything starts at the local level. Village, city, village or city or synonymous. We live in a village, mm-hmm. but there are you know townships one, and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your county, and right. then it goes state. I don't think that... Like we don't have a chief of police where we live. We barely have a cop. Um, we have a part-time cop. Right. Because we're a peaceful community. <laughs> um, right. But I think the mayor should be able to say, no, we're not doing it. Um, I mean, we have two cities here who have said that. Yeah. So I, I have considered looking into it, seeing when our next... Uh... Same thing with the county. We have yep. a county health department. The county health department is like, nah, it's stupid. We're not doing it. Yeah, but they're all about it. They're telling people $10,000 fine and losing their license for life. Well, that's fine. They can do what the hell they want. We don't have to comply. No, absolutely not. They want to play that game. I don't need your damn license anyways. I'm just going to work. Exactly. What are they going to do then? Yeah. I'm going to fine you. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not going to pay cash, it. and then I'm not going to pay taxes anymore either. Yep. I'm going to take your business. I mean, I'm still going to work in it. Don't care if you condemn it. Yeah. You gonna lock it? I'll knock the door down. Yeah, be real hard pressed. Keep me out of my business. Exactly. Nobody wants to come to that though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it. I mean, I. I think. I don't. I think we're far away from that, but we're not that far away from that. Like they. They. They push this stuff through August, and things aren't opened up. And people are not defying. I think we're gonna. I think you'll see that. 
just wondering what goes through the mind out of somebody who's canceling stuff. Like I saw today on the local news that uh, um, Arthur, they have a big fireworks show on the 4th of July to cancel it. Yeah. Why would you cancel something like that that far out? They're sure. They're sure this isn't going to happen. They, you have little faith. Oh, I know. You just need to do it. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're going to keep doing our podcast, spreading the word. Yep. Um, you know, Friday, it's a big day. High noon, Chicago, right. Thompson yeah. Center, State Capitol in Springfield. Two yeah, big, the two uh, big protests. I think I just saw reopen Illinois. The was it the Chicago Tribune uh, had an article about the protests coming up north. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, WLS had something about a protest today. Did they really? Yeah, good. About damn time. Um, there's another one on Saturday up in Rockford for okay. any of our listeners who are up that way. Yeah. I heard about that today, too. Yeah, and if anybody knows of any that are happening, send them to us, and we'll share them on our page. Uh, I have no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We yeah. the people, our voices are going to be heard. Yeah. That's right. If you want more information on protest things and what is next for the protest movement, I suggest liking or following the Reopen Illinois Facebook group. Um, They have a lot of the information and they're helping get the word out about that. But... But yeah, I think a lot of people in the rural areas are having issues with being the first. You know, everyone is scared to be the first. And I understand that, especially for some of these businesses. Like, we do have businesses, especially in this area, that rely heavily on Chicago traffic. Um, and not to say all the people in Chicago are head over heels crazy about this thing, but a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the ones that come down this way are. And it would probably hurt their business if they opened up early. And these people, you know, thinking that they're crazy for opening up, they're just going to spread the virus, they're making things worse. Those people aren't going to go to that business next, you know, in two months when things do open up. So I can understand some people not wanting to open up. I think I don't. I, I, I caution to say it's a cowardly move. Um, but it is a scary step to take to go outside the bounds of what you are told to do by the law. So I think we get a couple businesses to open up. I think you'll start seeing them pop up like wildflowers. Yeah, I can see <clears> it <throat> snowball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like with these protests, you know, people are really nervous, especially if it's during a lockdown. You still have your right to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that we've seen more and more happen, I mean, that's that's giving, you know, each one is getting bigger. Yeah. You know, and it's because it, more people are like, you know what? I mean, more people are seeing the truth. Yeah. But also yeah. people are getting more comfortable with like, you know what? Yeah, I am going to go to this one. I am going to go mm-hmm. help out and protest. And, and, and that's really good. I mean, once people start getting comfortable... It's amazing. I mean, because if this continues, I mean, think of how big they can get. Oh yeah, I mean, ours would ours would have been bigger 
last Saturday. If it wasn't for the rain. It wasn't yeah. for the rain. Right. I mean, we can never say that, but I mean, <clears throat> we never say for it with any certainty how many people would have showed up. Right. But, oh, at least 11 billion. Oh, <laughs> shut up. The, uh, <laughs> what, what were we at? Almost 1,600 people were interested in our protest? Um, uh, no, over 2,000. 2,000. Like 2,100 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had 100, 150 people show up, it looked like. Yeah. I didn't do a head count. There's too many people to count. At one point, I had, it was over 150. Yeah. Uh, a good estimate. When I was standing across the street, yeah. just kind of getting a head count, and I know you counted over. Yeah. And then there, one of the articles that was written said, said nearly, close 200. To, near, nearly 200. Yeah. Yeah, I had a hard time. I didn't do a lot of protesting. I did a lot of talking into a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, but, you know, I was, people... trying to, I was trying to do a Facebook Live. And then I had another guy come up to me in the middle of it. I'm like, okay, right. I'll come back. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we had, um, you know, people saw that protest and other protests. And we're like, you know what? Hey, they didn't round everybody up. Nobody got arrested for not social distancing and, and being out in public when they're not supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. That's because these are not laws. It's right. an edict. Right. It's a recommendation. They don't want to tell you that, but it's a recommendation. Exactly. But the more people that see that, I will go tell you this. these protests. We had... Two very fine, nice Capitol Police officers come to the protest before it started, mm-hmm. and they were nothing but awesome. They were. They said, hey, we checked you guys out. I don't know how they checked us out. Facebook, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> kind of... Yeah, they, they did, though. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, like, they we did. Looked they at said this, they looked at that. Um, the just the page. Before. Okay, that's good. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what other means they have. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really care. I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. Um. But they were awesome. They said, we see the guys when we have a peaceful protest. We reiterated to them that we did. They gave us their business cards, said, have a good fun. You have every constitutional right to do this. Yeah. I mean, they went through the comments, too, because they, they mentioned to us that there was a couple incendiary comments about actions that wanted to be taken place with guns and whatnot. And we said, and they were like, you guys shut it down. Yeah. You know, so, so they did. They did a pretty deep dive. I mean, honestly... To their credit, that's kind of what they should have done. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they even said, if anything gets out of hand, just give us a call. Yeah. We, we will yeah. be damn sure to do that. Absolutely. We don't want any problems here. We just want our voices to be heard. And I think they did. I, I was pleasantly surprised. All of the interviews I did, I did six of them. Mm-hmm. That everything that I saw, other than like some headcount numbers or whatever, I thought they did a fair job with what I said and yeah. not making me look like an ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of those were a little iffy going into them. Yeah. I wasn't worried about it. Uh, I will tell you this. One of the people I did interview with, I th- they were trying to do some gotcha. And the first time I, the first question I answered, I saw his eyes get pretty big. Mm-hmm. Oh, sh- oh shit. I, th- I was looking at his eyes. I thought I was dealing with a dummy. Yeah. That's what they were that's looking for. That's what they want. Yeah. That's Whatever. But yeah, more people. It's, are... it's, it's, I'll tell you this: it's really weird watching yourself on TV. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, it's been a while to move away from Illinois a little bit. Um, on well, a national, what's up? Were we done with that? I mean, what else you got? I, we were in the middle of talking about the protest. And you just want to segue into, well, I don't know what you wanted to segue into. Oh, no, it was just moving on. I, I, we don't need to move on. All right. Um, we met a lot of good people. It was a good time. Um, I think 
what I was going to say before we went off on that tangent about ours was that um, I think Friday is going to be a litmus test for what's going to go on in Chicago. Um, we know it's a little more draconian up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to talk any crap about the police officers. I, I know a few that are up there, but I'm just mm. saying, I don't, who knows? You got little Miss Empress up there. Things for poop don't stink. Um, we'll see what kind of directive happens up there at that protest. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think we'll have any problem in Springfield. No, I don't think so either. Um, but that's going to be a litmus test. Yeah. See what, the heck, see what the heck happens. How many people show up there? What's going to go on? I know, I know the organizers there are doing a fantastic job. They helped us with ours. Yeah. And we're helping them with theirs. But I mean, that, 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 that could be a pretty large crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's looking to be pretty big. I mean, the one in Springfield very well could be too. I don't know. Yeah. It's supposed to be a nice day. At least I looked at the weather in Springfield. It's supposed to be like sunny and 70. Yeah. Oh, man. I could wear America shorts. Oh, you you wouldn't do that. You don't want to take away from the message. I, I probably shouldn't. All the, all the everybody would just be looking at the Sasquatch and his, and his beautiful America shorts and his America shoes. I will America have the, bandana. I will have the shoes on. I all America right out with his American Eagle flag shirt. Oh, you guys just can't handle all that. It would just take away from the message. Seventies. I don't think seventies too war too. Uh, it's not warm enough for a tank top yet. And you can suffer for the, for the beauty. I'm not gonna do it. No, that's fair. Tom, your boner's showing. I can't help it, man. He hasn't. <laughs> I haven't seen him, him in his shorts yet, and I. It just hasn't been nice enough yet. How is your wife doing? Who? <laughs> <laughs> she is fantastic. <laughs> I will tell you this. I saw. I am leery of like online clothes. That, like you have to fit into pants, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Unless they have like elastic on them. Yeah. I saw sh- bib overalls that were shorts that were an American flag. I didn't really want to buy them. Yeah, I mean, you should definitely buy those. I'm afraid of buying stuff like that without trying it on, dude. How much is how much is it? I don't remember what it cost. It's worth it. You can send it back and get a different size. I'm going to be so disappointed, though, if it doesn't fit when I get it, because I want to wear it all the time. I hear you, but you'll just have to, the, the suspense will greaten, will heighten the, the Who wants the, to teach me how to sew? I just make it myself. But I don't know how to sew. I got to find somebody who knows how to sew. Uh, I mean, I, I can, no. I can sew basic stuff. Oh, I can sew basic stuff, too. I, I could stitch up my thumb if I had to. But yeah, do a button. Yeah, not... Not like seams. Create a <laughs> Not tire. Like create a tire. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would just need two enormous pieces of cloth that I could have enormous amounts of waste in both of. I would. I, so I would I, just make it one piece on both sides, stitch it together, and then it probably still screw it up somehow. I would. My my idea of me being able to make something would I'd end up like a mummy. I would just wrap myself in something <laughs> <laughs> and just paper clip the end right there and just be like, and I'm good. Hot glue, man. Hot glue. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Duct tape. I don't know. Duct tape would be better. It'll be interesting to see what goes on on Friday, though. For sure. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Um, I'm really excited. I saw a few of Pritzker's comments. Talking about the protest mm-hmm. and Bailey's lawsuit and all that stuff and the lawsuit today. That just pissed me off. 
He laughed off the protesters. Yeah. Oh, it pissed me off. He's talking about when we, somebody had, I think the question was, he's talking about regionalized county by county opening up. And he laughed at that too. It's just like, dude, you just don't get it. Blanket policies don't work. Blanket policies didn't work out for the Indians, did they? Sure didn't. They gave them uh, smallpox blankets. Well, this COVID, this blanket policy is going to be a smallpox blanket for all the small businesses in the state. Damn right. <clears throat> it already, It's starting to. Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of places that are closed down and are gonna open back up. I was in uh, Wasika today. There's a handful of businesses there that I was hearing that they're they're not, they're already done. That's insane. Um, I brought up two counties, and I have a little bit on that. It's Randolph, I think he said. Yeah, Randolph and, and Douglas. Jasper. Oh, Jasper. They was saying per capita. That's another trick they're using now. Mm-hmm. Per capita. They're using yeah. it in the mainstream media, too, when they talk about us versus the world as far as our numbers. Oh, we're over a million cases in the, in the United States now. Yeah, we're testing the most people. We have the most testing out of every other nation combined, I believe. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. So, oh, per capita, per capita. Well, they're saying that Jasper County and uh, Randolph County, their, their per capita rates are in line with Cook County and whatever. It's just like I pulled up a little... I uh, did a little, little research, taking a break at work today. Um, so, Jasper County, um, the 2020, 2010 census, 9,698 people. Smaller than our county. That's like super small. Um, so, Jasper County's as of April 28th, Tuesday, their numbers, 180 tested, 130 negative, 6 pending, 44 positive, Three deaths, three recovered. Yeah. Per capita, my ass. Hmm. 44 positive cases. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, hey, you know what? Per capita doesn't matter for shit if those 44 people can all get a hospital bed. Yeah. Yeah. That is why we did this, not because we want to stop the virus. Yep. Like, you, uh, you just can't reiterate that enough. Like, I, I don't know if it, what the other one. I don't know if he misspoke about Randolph County. I don't. I couldn't. Then the numbers didn't seem like they matched up to that. It might have been Effingham County or something. I'm not sure. There's a nursing home in one of these counties that has a bunch of cases. Yeah, yeah. and that's the I the brunt one it is. Um, of what that county's cases are. It's just over a third of the cases in Illinois are coming from nursing homes, and that sucks. It does, but mm-hmm. it's also telling. Yeah. They're they're vulnerable. Yeah, it's a, a shitty situation, and I mean nursing homes. That was one of the gotcha questions. What do you, what do you think about the the elderly and the people in the nursing homes and whatever? I'm just like, it's they not should, like that where I'm at. And they should stay there. It's not like that where I'm at. They don't have the cases at the nursing home in Paxton. I don't. They don't. Right. They don't have. I don't think they have them at the one in Hoopston. No. Something came in there. I don't know what it was. Now, these are not huge nursing homes. I don't know what that nursing home that had all those problems in that county or the one that was the big problem right at the onset of all this. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, DuPage County or something? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. his, his, His snuffing off the notion of us opening up 
regionally, county by county. Mm-hmm. He's not, and he said today he's not even looking at like county by county or southern Illinois, whatever. He's looking at it in like medical zones. Yeah. What the hell does that even mean? Well, it means Chicago. I honestly, honestly, I would give that some credit because we were trying to slow the spread as not to overwhelm the healthcare facilities. So you would look in the medical regions and how many hospitals there are in that region and how many uh, hospital beds there are and then see what the population is and the infection rate. And you could kind of see if we do spike, if the hospitals could handle it. I'd say, honestly, that's a smart way to go about it. I don't think they're going to do that. Well, it's just like, you know, Ford County, one hospital and they're fine. Right. Let it open. Right. I mean, like, I can't go. So I have a doctor's appointment that I need to schedule. And it's fairly important. And I got hemorrhoids. They're horrible. No, it's about, like, my uh, mental health. And I can't go because it's not considered an emergency right now. And honestly, it's not an emergency right now. It would be something that would help me greatly. But because it's not an emergency, I can't go. The pediatric hospitals in Chicago, they're all like turning away. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the biggest hospital in Chicago that does pediatrics, it's a 24-7 um, hospital. And I can't remember the name right now. I'm sorry. But it sorry. has... Sorry. Sorry. It has uh, shut down Family show. Um, all of its pediatric units. Yeah, I mean, my counselor, I can't go there. Right. My Same, my counselor. Yeah. I can't talk to him either. Uh, these issues are compounding, and it's way worse what's happening not because of the virus in the hospital setting. Why you what you can't do in a hospital is hurting you more than what the virus is doing to the hospitals. Yeah, the shutdown, and we we said it from the beginning: the shutdown is going to hurt way more people than this virus will. Yeah, and not just economically, you know, financially or whatever. You know, it's it's. There's gonna be a lot of issues. I mean, they they've been saying that like sexual abuse, uh, spousal abuse, all these things are completely on the rise because these people are home. They they're not working. Mm-hmm. They're going broke. There's no escape. They're drinking more alcohol. They're doing more drugs. You know they. It's 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 causing a rise in a lot of other issues because of it. And mm-hmm. these are things like. You know, let's say it causes a rape, which it show it has shown those numbers are going up. You know, child abuse or whatever. Um, like those are things that are going to last a lifetime, not just for the duration of this bullshit lockdown. Those are things that are going to continue on and affect that person for the rest of their lives. Absolutely, and that's on the government's hands. Yeah, I mean, you, go ahead. Oh. So like you mentioned that, like I've been freaking out about the uh, meat industry. Like I work in that world, and I'm seeing the shortages happen 
and they're already happening on the wholesale level. And when it gets to the retail level, which I honestly think is going to be either by the end of this week or the beginning of next week, and I'll eat those words if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm dead on. Uh, you're going to see these grocery stores and supermarkets, they're not going to have beef. They're not going to have pork. Chicken might lag behind a little bit, but they're not going to have chicken very soon. And the only saving grace in that whole situation is that Trump used the National Defense Authorization Act to open up those processing plants. You know, people wanted to say that when Smithfield closed, they're like, oh, I mean, well, they can just open back up. They don't have a rainy day fund. What's, what's the deal with that? And you got to think about those people. That, that particular plant had 5,000 employees, okay? That is $10 million, If they all made $10 an hour, which is a joke because they all make way more than that, if they all made $10 an hour, that's $10 million a week in payroll. That's not counting keeping the lights on or the water bill, which are both astronomical because most of the equipment uses electricity and you use an enormous amount of water in processing livestock. Then on top of that, they had to buy the animals. That plant produced enough beef to feed 4 million people every single day. Beef costs to the to a processing plant like that around a dollar oh eight a pound. It's ten million dollars in animal right there. Because you also have to take into account that you're there's a whole lot of percentages there, but trust me on that number. <laughs> you lose a lot when you process it. You get like seventy percent. Anyways. The meat, they can't buy that. These, pe- these, these, these businesses don't have $30 million in reserve just to open up without any income coming in, which they don't have now because they've been closed for more than two weeks. Trump did this. Now they can. Now, federal government's going to pay for it, and we're going to have to deal with that mess when the day comes. But these are the things that worried me from the get-go, and we're getting there. Well, it's not only the the meat. I mean, I've saw pictures of people and stories of people with onions, mm-hmm. burying them, covering them up. Yep. Farmers not planting stuff. Dairy farmers dumping milk because the restaurants aren't open. Thousands of gallons. Yep, the government's paying. Chickens being gassed. Yes. Pigs and beef being slaughtered. And not for kill, just euthanized. Mm-hmm. Because there's They're nowhere to send them. them. There's nowhere to send them. Just have to start starting more bacon. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Well, so the problem, it, it's a weird issue. is Because people are like, well, why don't we just buy them directly from the farmer? Well, the problem is, is that the people that raise these beef that go to these big IBP and Smithfield plants and Tyson plants, they raise 5,000 head. And then they send off semi-truck loads every day or two to go to market and they just have it timed out for growing rates and all that fun stuff. And they don't have another market to go to. They can't just take a semi load of cows to the local sale barn. The people that are buying, there's not enough people buying to buy all that meat. It's just not feasible. So it falls on this situation now where you have to kill some animals because there's nowhere to send them. 
feeding them is not going to help you any. Unpopular opinion, and I don't really care because it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we can get a positive out of this, which is big farming being less of a thing. Taking things more to a local level. I understand that sentiment, and I agree with that sentiment. The issue is, for this country to operate, we have to have those big farms and those big processing plants. The country can't operate without them. Unless we had small plants slowly transition, you would need 4 million million people or yeah, four million people a day. You'd have to, you'd have to, you'd have to, you'd have to start fifty thousand plants just to cover that. And I really don't even know if that's enough. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, what I'm saying is, there used to be in most towns a butcher. There was, yeah. And honestly, my industry ruined that. And I'm, I'm saying, I mean, this may be a way out. Not a way out, but I'm saying maybe these come back. Some, a lot of the things of the old days need to come back. I agree yeah. with that. And I, I agree that should happen. I don't think it will, though, because none of these big farms or big factory uh, processing plants are going to shut down because we have to have them. So the government's going to make sure that they stay open. Well, that's fine. I'm not saying that they, they can't. But what I'm saying is... More of that local stuff needs to. More of that yeah. local. We, we, as our own communities, we need to make mm-hmm. this happen again. Yeah, that's fair. I mean. That I definitely agree with. Yeah. I'm not saying shut them down completely. I'm just saying maybe a positive of this could be that we localize more things. Yeah, focus more in the local. Every, every, uh, a town should be able to take care of itself. A county should be able to take care of itself. Yeah. I don't know about a state taking care of itself, but. Not with JB in the office. I don't, I don't really. I'm not going to give him any out here, but any politician. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree For with sure. that. Yeah, that's true. I think we should be, and I think we will be when this is over. You're right. I think that is a very possible positive that comes out of this is that people focus more on their own community grocery stores and their own community restaurants and their own community lockers that are in the area. Yeah, I do believe in part of the whole, like when people say, you know, it won't go back to how it was and all that stuff. And I, 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 I agree with them to an extent, you know, like, like you just said, uh, I mean, this is going to change a lot of people um, mm-hmm. and how they look at life and how they look at just seeing their families in person, you know, and it just how we go about our daily lives is going to change. And people are just, I mean, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, how many less people are going to go? I mean, there might be a boom at the movie theater if they still stay open, you know, but a lot of them are looking at bankruptcy. Yeah. But like how many people are really going to see like, you know what? Do I, you know, do I really need to go spend $40 on a bucket of popcorn? I don't how care ma- if they put butter in the middle or not. How many people <laughs> are going to flee the cities for areas like, like we live in? Yeah. I would say probably a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think so too. I can see that. And that's going to suck thing. for us. <laughs> Why? Uh, just because, I mean, not, not necessarily for us, uh, but I'm saying like some of the smaller towns that already have that kind of feel now may start booming and can be good for the town, but can also be devastating to a town. Yeah. You have a lot of people who in the city who flee. I mean, we have people, we have tons of people who come from Chicago and come here and own houses and all that kind of stuff. It is a um, touchy. It's it's a, it it can be a, it can be an odd thing. It can go either way, depending on. Well. 
it's not bad necessarily. Just I, I don't want government to be the solution necessarily. <clears throat> oh, here he goes. But why couldn't a county screen people? Like we need to screen our immigrants. Oh, we're gonna go. Just, I don't know. I, I see where you're county going. County by county. I'm trying borders. To, I'm trying <laughs> to oh, borders. I'm, I'm to just see. saying, like build a wall. What do we want? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that our immigration should be based on merit. Yeah. In our country. I, I agree. What do you have to bring to our county? Then you can come. You know I don't I mean? like it. I don't know if I like it. I feel like it could be really slippery. We're just having a conversation. No, no, I know. No. I know. I like it. Well, I that like could it. be an orphan extra. We need to have one of those episodes <laughs> sometime. Yeah, no, man. I like where you're going. I, I could see I could see it working really well and you know, having a vetting like okay, so Cisna Park I let's mean, say we people have... already say this about us as a community. Like it's tough it's tough as an outsider to come here. Oh, it definitely is. We yeah. already kind of do it without the government anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't want to live in do. my town if you're not from my town. Or you don't come here with someone. Yeah. You know, it's very like yeah, it's very hard to be an outsider. We got we got people in this town who've lived here for thirty five years and they're still outsiders. I will say it really depends on the person and how they react. Yes, yeah, for sure. To living, here. you know, go, being outgoing and going to our bar, you know, yeah. different things. It just it, it depends on the situation. Yeah, you really kind of got. Then you have, you have me to... who has lived here basically his entire life, and I'd just rather not deal with anybody. What? But I mean, like. A town like ours, you have to assimilate to, I guess you say, the standard of how we operate. If you're an outsider and you come here, you need to be working at the town festival. You need to be having shifts. You got to be doing things. If there's a parade, you got to be doing You've lived here your whole life. You don't have to do that. You're already <laughs> here. But if you come here from the outside, you have to do those things. You need to help the local FFA. You need to help this organization. You need to help fundraise for this. You have to do all that stuff basically to prove that you're one of us before we bring you in. And I mean, I've heard that conversation from my dad countless times about when he moved here, about how important it was that he did those things to become who he is now to the town. And like you snickered, people who are born here don't have to do that. If you're born and raised here, like me and you, all three of us, you... You you can get away with not doing that. You just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, Every, I, everyone's. I, I don't. I don't help with the town stuff. Yeah, everyone's going to know who you not are. Everyone's going to respect you the same as any other system of parking in. I go and drink plenty at the beer time. But back to this immigration vetting. <laughs> I like it. So hold we're on. really going to go down this, this rabbit hole. No, this is going to be. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun because I don't think it's realistic. But this is where we talked about breaking off into a separate show. But ah, dude, we're good. Go yeah, for we're it. Good. We got. We got. No, I know. Go all for the it. times in the world. So we're sitting in an hour. So I see. I see. Like our town limits development, so you can't build a house, right? Yeah, it's a zoning thing. Right, that's easy to do. Then when someone comes in and wants to build a house, they have to apply for an application. What is your job going to be? What are you going to do? What is this? What is this? Maybe some personal questions. I don't know if that's legal. That's I hate everything not. about <laughs> probably this. Probably not. No, you cannot. You can't do that. That is completely illegal. No, you can't. You don't even need to think about it anymore. It's illegal. Okay, but they illegal. 
Okay, so you can't ask personal questions. What religion are you? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. how far are we going to take this? No, that's oh, not. That's not what. Oh I was no, talking. you need to wear a star on your shirt. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. That's that's like that's the reservation for it. But if you could make it work oh, to bend around reservation, those things, he uses the word. <laughs> but you, if you could get if you could get those you things, can take tied the boy in, out of Russia, but you can't take the Russia out of the boy. <laughs> you listen here. You listen here. If you if you could get those things, I guess cut out like where it could not turn into that. Like you can't ask religious questions. Obviously, that's illegal anyway. I hate everything about it. But what if you could do like just. <laughs> I'm just we're, like we say we're no, just spitballing here. I don't think it's realistic at all. No, it's like it's dumb. definitely a horrible idea. I think it's terrible. I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying. I'm trying to force it into work. Yes. No, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it there's definitely be... a moral problem with oh, all absolutely. of this. Absolutely. All of it. Let's see. How could I fix this? <laughs> <laughs> How can I commie it's this me up? The, it's me, the government, helping. Yeah. Um, we're from the government, and we're here to help. Ugh. Yeah. No, I guess there's really not a way you can send could. shivers down my spine, like when you say Mufasa. <laughs> hmm. But uh, I but do yeah. say nationally, we need to have a vetted immigration system. Absolutely, that's a whole yeah. citizenship thing. I agree with that 100. percent Um, but uh, but yeah, localities wise, I just don't think that would work. After trying my best, yeah, because once you're here, you're 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 free. Yeah, you can do so what you I mean, want. you're not gonna tell me where I can't live. Yeah, that's a good point. Unless you come to System Park, can't live here, bitches. That's right. Yeah, I guess the the only way around it is just to burn the sh- house shun house. the no, not burn oh, the person's sorry. house sorry. down. Goodness, Goodness. I thought that's creepers. where he was going. Juniper Says the creepers. guy who's on the fire department. You just want to play fire. I, I do like playing with fire. House fires are the funnest. The funnest. Yeah. Most fun. No, it's the funnest. I'm making the Sasquatch turn red. Hey, irregardless. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I've heard probably four or five people this week on the radio say irregardless. And it, it's terrible. Like the actual news. My like, blood pressure. Like, heard... the, like the MCs, like the actual, like new, like the, the, the radio Mix people. of both. I mi- heard mi- my soul when you said that. Mix of both. My blood pressure went through the top of my head, my bald spot. <laughs> my bald spot was red. <laughs> Instead of lily white. Racist white, if you ask one of our friends. Racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to a 4th of July party. I took my shirt off. I'm a very pale person. I have a red beard. Yeah. You're, you're, you're almost racist white. You're racist white. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to take yeah. it. It's kind of funny. I don't know how to... Yeah. No, I love it. That is, uh, I'm almost transparent. Racist white. It's it's because he's got all that fur <laughs> and he shaves only once a year. Well, yeah, you know, beach season. He's <laughs> you know, but he does believe there's ducks uh, in the forest. Yeah, he's weird. Yeah. Racist white. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about it. It's been almost a year. It has. Goodness. Time, time flies when you're... 99 episodes. Fighting depression. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, AG Barr said some good things today or this week. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to look into the constitutionality of some of these more egregious states and their stay at home orders. Mm hmm. That'll be exciting. Bruh. Come to Illinois. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm betting that they are top of the list. Oh, Pritzker is on Trump's shit list. Yeah, exactly. He's that's probably what started. He's like, hey, hey, look at this guy. Okay, now look at everybody else. So it doesn't look like we're just looking at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he asked for Pritzker. it. Pritzker. Yeah, he did. Pritzker. 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 <laughs> I mean, Cuomo and Newsom both, the the New York governor and the California governor both, have had plenty of run-ins of bashing Trump and making him look like a fool and making, well, not usually, but making each other all, trying to make everybody look like fools, right? Even they knew right now is not the time. And they played nice 85% of the time, which is 85% more than they have ever since Trump got presidency. Prisker just didn't get that, didn't get that memo. Those are three idiots. All three, three of them. big idiots. Yeah. Did you see that uh, Fredo? What's what's worse than death? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing worse than death. Did you see that Fredo, Governor Cuomo's little brother, mm-hmm. CNN, puppet? What, what do I? I can It'll come to me, and I will say what I think. I can't. Okay. I can't spit it Speaking out. Speaking of him, I'll, I'll, I'll add to it while you think. No, no, I don't even think. I, I, I just. That's it. The name is regard is not important. I'll, it'll come to me and it'll be funny. Okay. He came down with the Rona. Yeah. And he was supposed to be quarantined. Well, he was caught in a different part of Southampton or Northampton or wherever he was. Yeah. Trying to buy a house. <laughs> While he was supposed to be quarantined. What a dummy. Did you see his interview after he came out of quarantine, though? Did he popped up out of the basement? Well, it was actually actually before that. Because he actually came out of quarantine like three days before that. And uh, then CNN staged that. uh, I thought I heard that he was taking one of his wife's remedies for the Rona was taking baths with bleach in them. Probably. It makes sense. (laughs) He probably drinks bleach. That's how stupid he is. No, he had... Turning his skin racist white. He had an interview. (laughs) He had an interview where he strictly said, he goes, I just, you know, I've had this and I've had this little weird experience of of not necessarily near death, but, but a serious situation with my life. And I just don't think that the encouragement of political divide in the country is something I want to do in my life anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he just goes on basically bashing his profession and how, and just calling him out as political hacks and how we're not making things better. All we're doing is causing it more issues. And I don't know if he's back on CNN or not. I don't know. Um, but he did have that weird rev- revelation. Oh, I didn't mean that. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking it's going to go. But <laughs> That's what he said. No, he's already coming out and said it. I didn't mean that. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's horse shit. But you don't just say shit you don't mean. Not like that. No. That was very blatant. He just, <laughs> somebody put him on the spot and he was like, okay, sorry, sir. I won't do it again, sir. Mm-hmm. Georgia passes a law allowing literally anyone to get a license in what can only be described as the dumbest idea of all time. It's from Barstool Sports. Uh, they can't do any of the actual driving tests. So, for like, for, for, <laughs> <laughs> but they're still, hold on. 
Under Governor Kemp's latest executive order, teens still have to fulfill all driving requirements, but behind-the-wheel road tests has been suspended. While the Department of Driver Services practices social, social distancing during this pandemic, it's impossible for an employee to conduct a road test in the same vehicle with an applicant and still get their license. Uh, she says, while there is no road test, new drivers must still meet all requirements, including the 40 hours of supervised driving. I'm hoping most parents won't just sign off on those 40 hours. I'm hoping most will take the time and drive with their kids before they let them obtain their driver's license. But ultimately, it's just up to the parents, basically. Raise your hand if your parents actually drove with you however amount of time it's supposed to be in Illinois. Y'all know how far my grandma lives from my parents' house. Right. Okay. That's where I, I went from there to home. Once. <laughs> that's, not so, e- that, that's not even a city it's ball. Not even, it, no. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say less than a mile, but it's extremely less than a mile. And it's only one turn either way. Yeah. So I didn't need that. I was driving along before I even took drivers up. Yeah, I started driving. But I mean, you know, we're we live in a farming community. Right. Yeah. I started I, driving, I drove I started mowing yards when I was ten. Long before I thought about a license. Yeah. yeah. My first uh, truck that I drove was a 1979 Silver Scottsdale. Silverado? No, Scottsdale. It was Scottsdale. Kyle Bowers. I just wanted to say Silverado. Mm-hmm. Old farmer. Old best. Yeah. I was nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I drove with my dad. Whatever. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. But I mean, no, probably not 40 hours worth, but it was competent. Mm-hmm. Heck, I was driving with full hay rack loads by yeah. the time I was 10. Yeah. You dump one of those, you know, to slow down mm-hmm. real fast. You don't do that again. Yep. That's insane. No, here's your license. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Although I will say, I don't think driver's licenses are enforced well enough. No. There's plenty of people out there who have them and scary. I dated a girl when I was in Pennsylvania who was 22 at the time and had still never gotten her license. Yeah, I've met some people like that. Her they mom, live in the city. Yeah, her mom was in her 50s. She still never got her license because of that. They lived in the city. Everything they needed was right there. Mm-hmm. And public transportation. Yeah. So cost of a car and car insurance is just unnecessary yeah. when you live there. Well, can you afford to have it when you live up there? Right. <laughs> That's an expense you don't need. Yeah. Right. Oh, I could free up five, $600 a month not having a car? Awesome. Done deal. Yeah. Yeah, not having a car, they can almost afford their property taxes. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh... I have some infuriating... Oh, tell me everything. Illinois news. Um, it's from the, oh, shoot, it's on the computer, not my phone. I'm stupid. While you find it, I'll let Tommy know that there's good news. If anything happens between you and your wife, mm-hmm. there's a dating app, uh, now a dating app site, uh, specifically for men with small penises. Oh, dude, I've been waiting for that. <laughs> there you go, man. So mm. excited. Yeah. Did you guys see this shit? I got to pull up on the TV. Despite economic crisis, Pritzker won't consider postponing $261 million in state raises. <laughs> um, Even dummies like, uh, let's see, Cuomo and 
Mr. Blackface, Ralph Northam, <laughs> are delaying it. Because in, of- well, in his defense, in Pritzker's defense, I don't think he has the authority to because it is wrapped into the Constitution and in the, in the union contracts. I don't think he can he do anything about it. He can't do some of the shit that he's Wait doing a now. Union, anything is involved in our state constitution? Um, yeah, it's wrapped. Like, our, like the state employee pensions is a part of the constitution. That's why it can't be fit. It's that's like, ridiculous. Yeah. They put it in the constitution years ago, and that's why that's why our pension debt is so bad, and we can't do anything about it because it takes a two-thirds vote in the House and the Senate to pass it, and then the governor has to sign off on it before they can even change our pension system. That's insanity. Yeah, it's in the Constitution. What what a dumb effing move. I mean, it depends on where you're sitting, but yes. <laughs> Dude, stop playing footsie. You're doing me. it to me. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't have a problem with private unions. No, public unions are absolutely Public unions those. are the yeah. absolute you should n- worst. You should never be bargaining against the, the tax dollars. And that's exactly what a public union is. It's just absolutely. What well, do you want to bet wrong. before the school year starts if they say they're going to go? They're going to have to go back to school in Chicago. That they'll pick it and protest. A hundred percent, they're going to. There's mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. Be a nice time for a sinkhole when that happens. I was like, you know, we joked about starting like a mass homeschool like system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talked about doing that, and joking about like how we could do it. Like, right now is the time to do that. Yeah, orphans of the American Elementary School. Like, just open just open a big building and just put a whole bunch of kids in it with a couple people watching them and just homeschool them Ron Paul Institute style. You did not sell that very well at all. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell it. <laughs> I ain't got the money to build that. I mean, system. if you're half serious about the idea, you're not promoting it properly. No, I don't think. Ah, we got a big building, a couple people are watching all these kids. Throw all these sons of bitches in here, and <laughs> we'll have a bar in the background for all the adults and some of the high schoolers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this isn't, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, seriously, it's like. The time two hundred and sixty million, two hundred and sixty-one million dollars in state raises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people always get raises for showing up every year. They do in the private enterprise world. Well, that's how it works. Every year, every year you get a raise. That's so ridiculous. And four times in a five-year contract, you get a two to four percent cost of living raise. Of the percentage of public employees that are owed this, mm-hmm. how many, what kind of percentage do you think these people are worth a quarter of what they get paid? Zero um, percent of them. Do you realize how much we, people who work for the state of Illinois make? Like, I'll put it this way. The people that do the road work, which FYI, the state employee road workers don't actually do the road work. They paint the lines, they plow the roads, they fix potholes. They clear debris, stuff like that. Those guys, in five years, make $6,500 a month. In just about any other state, that's a $12 an hour job starting out. Yeah. But here in Illinois, I want to say it's almost 30. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. It's irritating. Mm-hmm. That, sh- that shit don't fly in the forest. 
Yeah, you want something just to make like you smile? <laughs> I was just like the ducks. Yeah, that was so good. You want something son, to make you, you smile? Of, you son of bitch. You son of bitch. <laughs> I understand. Uh, that little clip that I put on our Facebook page, Orphans American Dream, um, of JB getting questioned about his <laughs> wife going to Florida. What? Is it still being screwy? Oh, the reach? No, there's a bunch of reach now. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> there's like 40 comments and <laughs> somebody put a gif of Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. <laughs> and he says, look at me, I'm a fat slob. <laughs> I got more chins than a Chinese phone book. Oh, it's so good. Dude. That's Everybody, like, if you listen to this episode, go like that picture that he put. I'm in. just saying, fat bastard quotes is like a JB meme machine. Mm -hmm. You should you should start a Facebook page called the JB, JB meme, meme machine. machine. Me, meme machine. I can't say it. Meme machine. Meme. I don't know if I could handle machine. Doing that. All right, I'll get on it. Make it happen, <laughs> Justin. Just. A, Attach it to our page. Our discussion board on our page. I wonder if I can do that. Ooh. Yeah. Is that a thing? Good grief. Good gravy. You haven't heard that one in a while, have you? Good gravy. No. I, yeah. And I, you know what? I said that like a week ago. Or, nice. I was like, man, we haven't heard that in a while. Cock damn it. Definitely haven't heard that in a while. It's a favorite. Oh. <sighs> Hmm. Pompeo's calling out China. Yeah. Which is good. A they, lot of people need to, be. need to be calling out China. Yeah. The UK called out China, didn't Or the, the guy who was replacing uh, Johnson at the time did. I don't know where Johnson falls on it. Yeah, I think he's with him, probably. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't, wouldn't hire somebody that's not similar to him in his belief system to take the job that's fair. as the underling. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works. I do know that Johnson, if Johnson was in America, in, in the U.S., he would be considered more liberal. It could be. Their system's a little different. Or not different, just their... Well, they are different. Well, yeah. They have mean. vampires for a royal family. It's fair. It's fair. Nothing against British people. Not at all. But if you actually look into it, their bloodline goes back to Transylvania. <laughs> it does. Mm. Is Kim Jong-un alive? Still, no one knows. Yeah, we don't know yet. Um, I'm going to say They didn't no. call me back. They didn't call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hooked up with Dennis Rodman? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's what I want to know because so I have a feeling that he's fine because Dennis Rodman said he was fine. Oh, did he? He did. So that makes me believe that he's fine. Yeah, who knows? Because I don't feel like Dennis Rodman would be in the game of propagandizing for North Korea unless that he's just basing it off the word of the, you know them saying he's good and he's well, just I like, think oh yeah, okay. I, th I thought I had heard that he is one of the few people that has direct contact to Kim if he wants it. He doesn't if he's dead. Well, that's what I'm saying. How, so if cra he's dead, How crazy would it be Trump can't get a hold of North Korea? <laughs> so, he he, sends, so he calls in the worm. Yo, he sends him over. Hey, hey Dennis. 
need you to contact Rocketman. That's one thing. Okay, so I hear Shapiro, Ben Shapiro, mm. Mighty Mouse, imitating Trump, doing an impression. He's awful at it. He is. I'm it's not a, good at it. It's I, a my, really my was awful. bad Trump impression. It's, it's terrible. I don't want to give credit to Alec Baldwin, but it's a really is, good one. His is better. <laughs> it's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's for sure. Oh, Shapiro, Shapiro. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is just nuts. And oh, can you imagine if his sister got in? Do you see pictures of her? She looks cray cray. She is yeah. cray cray. It's Slightly like cute in the face, but looks like a psychotic person. It, it's like if you banged her and didn't do it right, she would cut your head off. She'd probably cut your head off before any sexual relations happen. That's, she seems like a psychopath. I'm that's sorry. Fair, yeah. Don't underestimate me. Yeah. No reports from North Korea say that she is the one to be afraid of, not Kim. And Kim has killed plenty of people in opposition to himself. Like, didn't he like take out the entire government when he took over? Basically. Yeah, I don't know. I know he killed a lot of his dad's followers. Mm-hmm. Could be. And he, like, poisoned a brother. And killed a lot of cheeseburgers. Lots of cheeseburgers. <laughs> cheeseburgers and cigarettes. Or cigars, whatever he smokes, but he's a chain smoker. Mm. Yeah, it does not surprise. I wonder if... You wouldn't be saying that if it was joints. No, those are healthy for you. <laughs> <laughs> smoke two joints in the morning. I smoke two joints in the night. Thank you for the concert. Sorry, it's a good song. No. Um, what do you got? Nothing. Oh. Let's see if I missed anything. Uh, I mean, there's Iran. What about them? Um, they ran some boats right up to next to ours. Oh, Which, yeah. I think we just talked about that a couple episodes ago, about how everybody was going crazy all at once. And uh, since then, the U.S. has stated that they will shoot down any Iranian boat that gets within X amount of area of our stuff and threatens us in any way. Then Iran came out and in their first attempt at stand-up, said that they were going to shoot down any U.S. ship that came into the Persian Gulf. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, we haven't heard anything on that, which means one of two things. Either we have shot down a shitload of Iranian boats or nothing has happened. Hmm. But those are really the only two options. Yeah. Oh, did you guys hear what Bill Gates had to say? (laughs) Do I care? Yeah, Yeah, we should. Okay. I'll see if I I don't have... I'm just going to play it into the microphone. Um, There is right now in Washington a very different mood, which is to say, uh, far from cooperating with the second largest economy in the world, it is China that is to blame for this virus. You've been following this very carefully. How would you respond to the charge that, look, the Chinese covered this up, uh, they've essentially deceived uh, the rest of the world, and as a result... They should be held in some way responsible for this. Well, I don't think that's a timely thing because it doesn't affect how we act today. Uh, You know, China did a lot of things right. 
you know, at the beginning, like any country where a virus first shows up, you know, they can look back and say where they, they miss some things. Uh, you know, uh, the, there, you know, some countries did respond very quickly and get their testing in place, and they avoided the incredible economic pain. And it's sad that even the U.S. that you would have expected to do this well uh, did it particularly poorly. But it's not time to talk about that. But this is the time to take the great science we have, the fact that we're in this together, uh, you know, fix testing, treatments, and get that vaccine. And, you know, minimize the trillions of dollars uh, and many things that you can't even dimensionalize in economic terms uh, that are awful about the situation that we're in. So that's a distraction. Uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, incorrect and unfair things said, but it's not even time for that. Did you hear that little prick's Mm -hmm. voice, laughter, talking about here in a response? Slimy little prick. Yeah. So I'm really glad that him and I are not the same age and we didn't go to the same high school because he would have lived in a garbage can because that's where I stuffed his ass daily. So while we shut down travel from China for everyone except for U.S. citizens, the left was calling Trump xenophobic and racist and a fear monger, basically. The media politicians, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, both of them said very similar things. Um, when we denied the, the, the WHO's testing kits because their inaccuracy levels were so ridiculous that we couldn't trust them and made our own, everybody called us crazy, the, the media, the Democrats, etc., etc. Now we sit in a place where it seems, oh, hey, we did a really good job. You know why? Because everyone in Europe, the entire continent, has a handful million more cases than the United States did, I think, as of like last week. I'm not sure what the, if the numbers stayed steady. Um, they had 55,000 deaths, and we had, I think, just short of 50. You can double check that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Um, so we're doing better than all of Europe. Our testing is more accurate. We have more accurate numbers. I mean, they they can hound Trump on the way he talked about the virus before he actually started lockdown procedures. And I mean, there is a conversation to be had about that. I personally believe he was trying to keep people calm while the media was trying to make everybody hysterical. And I think that was his end goal. It's the same way he talks about Kim Jong-un. He didn't talk about him in a negative light when he was launching rockets over Japan. Does that mean that he agrees that launching rockets over Japan is a no big deal move? No, he's trying to play to the crowd. And the crowd right then was Kim Jong-un. He's trying to get in so he can make things happen. I didn't think that was the best move, but in this case, I think it was. Talk calmly. Play it down. Let the people chill. And the response was good, I thought. I don't understand. I understand completely because CNN doesn't give a crap about the citizens of this country. Right. At all. Bill Gates has the patent on the on his coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. Um, he is high stakes 
for a vaccine for this. Well, I don't know. I don't understand why it doesn't work for Apple. Create the problem to sell you the solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got ties to Fauci. Yeah. Yeah, big ties Fauci to Fauci. Put which is, how much money into? I want to say twenty-one million, but I think twenty-one's coming Wuhan. from something else in my head right now. Did we talk about the the lady, the the scientist here or whatever that worked at the one of the labs in Wuhan? No, no, I but I think so. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I've seen it. Worked in the lab in Wuhan. Also works for the company that made the testing supplies for this test for the testing for Mm -hmm. the virus here and also she is a person who gets to decide what is fake news about the coronavirus on facebook yes that is right is that not you ready for the most ridiculous thing you ever heard in your life yeah you ready for this the washington governor his son is married to the girl who runs the project management of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Washington has said they will not reopen until they have a vaccine. <laughs> wow. Connect the dots there. And there's a hell of a lot more dots, but that's really as far as you need to go if you have some basic knowledge on that. Yeah. Bill Gates should be tried for treason and hung. A lot of people should be tried for treason yes, and hung. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean... And maybe maybe that day's coming. We'll oh, see. We'll have to see. Is China going to pay for this? I don't know how. I don't. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, you could say that they should pay us by <clears throat> by canceling our debt. I was just going to say that that'd be the only way. But as soon as you say that, it's that. I mean, th- there's problems with that because it, it screws over so many other countries that are allies of ours because that debt is wrapped up in the world's economy now. And by just making that disappear, it would cause serious issues. Now is now the time to do that. We already have serious issues. What's another drop in the bucket, but well, I um, think what, what needs to happen and China will pay for this. Maybe not completely directly, but I don't think anything that we have should be made there anymore. No, I think we should completely embargo them like we do Iran. This is way worse mm-hmm. than anything Iran's ever done. And mm-hmm. I mean, that that's accounting for a lot of terrorist activity. That's accounting for if... Some... Crappy people in power had way too much to gain by this happening. Mm-hmm. The, the protests in Hong Kong. The protests in the United States. The Think protests about... in uh, Brexit. Yep. Think about six months ago. Yeah, we weren't. The the whole world was protesting. The entire world was on fire with protests. And one of the biggest ones, China. Yep, China was one of the biggest ones. nothing. Yellow vest protests, Mm -hmm. Brexit protests, Brazil. People were done with their governments. Venezuela. And the government's like, no, this is how easy we can take your rights. Canada. Italy. As far as I'm concerned, it's a pissing match. It's a chess game. Iran, Iraq, Afghan not Afghanistan, uh, Lib- Lebanon. I mean, I can I could seriously just you, sit here and it's talk easier for ten list, minutes about listing countries that were protesting before all this. It's broke easier out. to list the ones that weren't. Yeah, yeah. 
not any of that really happening anymore, except for here. Ironically enough, the one place that wasn't protesting when the world was on fire, that honestly because should have we, been. But the exact reason, we, we were comfortable. It. We said it We were comfortable. Times. And now everybody's stuck at home with not their spouses and shit. They're not comfortable anymore. They're losing their damn minds. <laughs> Calm down, buddy. Calm down. Sorry. Take a breath. Take a breath, Justin. No, but seriously. like we it's said. true. That we, we said that on multiple podcasts. The only reason people too damn weren't, comfortable. weren't in the streets was because we were too comfortable. And now, you're right. We aren't. And that's... Yeah. OAD profits. OAD profits. <laughs> With zero profits. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the net. We're in the red. Oh, so many snacks, man. So many snacks. All right. Love me some snacks. Mm-hmm. I love me some keto snacks. <clears throat> Those aren't real snacks. <clears throat> hey, man. Sausage and Sorry. cheese is still a snack. What a snack. It's a meal. Okay, then I like meals. <laughs> Nine of them a day. All right. I think we've blabbered on enough. You think? Probably, I think so. Probably. We're at our typical hour and a half-ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. weekend, May 1st, Chicago, the Thompson Center, protest. Be there. Be square. Same thing in Springfield. We'll probably be there. High noon. High noon, brother. I will be there definitely. Yep. I, I'm slated to have the day off. We'll have to see. We have a driver out. They, they tell you Thursday night you're coming in. You just, you just let me know. Arson's an easy thing. Nah, bro. I got a place to work Monday. You got to rebuild. You think he's going to hire that out? He's got employees. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Be all right. Everything's tentative. Yeah. No, I hear you there. Um, the world is tentative. This is true. So yeah, see you in Springfield, make Chicago proud. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Justin, where the people go to do the thing, the things. Orphans of the American Dream. I said it that way. Uh, <laughs> the thingy things. So Orphans can... of the American Dream. Com, where you can listen to our podcast and hear. Soon we may even have a store again. We're kind of looking into it. We might have some t-shirts and mugs and and uh, the like up again. Um, you can also go to Orphans of the American Dream on our Facebook, OAD underscore studios on Twitter, and OAD studios on Parlor. Hey, quick question. Quest. Who takes care of Parlor? <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> <laughs> I am. am I supposed to? All right, know. OED Studios on Twitter, and that's it. Oh, we <laughs> and if no, somebody would like to know. manage our parlor, <laughs> <laughs> we're hiring. Apparently, um, I will say. That, I will say. I think I did. I opened it by chance the other day. Maybe it was last week. The, the last post. I was... think I posted the 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 rally and something. Did you? Yeah. Look at you go. Yeah, I posted the Mr. Social Twitter. Media. No, I'm so proud of you. Not at all. Jeez. Like they they run the social media. I run the the board poorly, in their opinion, on the uh, the show. No, here. you do better than either one of us. Can I have time. my Facebook back, by the way? <laughs> I mean, you haven't really been posting much. Yeah, you're supposed to be on Twitter. Yeah, Maybe. get on Twitter. Have you been doing anything on Twitter? A little bit, yeah. Get back to Twitter. Facebook's my domain. You're just jelly of all the followers. Hmm. No, I'm just used to Facebook again. I just kind of fell off of Twitter. Facebook sucked me in. I just need to get back into it. 
I don't know how effective Twitter is anyway. Twitter's reading material for me. Yeah. I get updates it's on this stupid little mobile game I play on it. Mm-hmm. It's such but, a different world, a different is. like metric and everything. Yeah. But yep. uh, I do want to say one thing quick about the protest before you close it off. No. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so there is some word, especially in... I freaking... <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously, though, they've been talking about having counter-protesters, especially at the, at the Chicago one. I just want to put out a little message. Like we have to remember, we t- we said this at our at the protest on last for, on last Saturday. Um, last Saturday, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, last Saturday, we have a constitutional right to express our feelings and have our voices heard. So do they. Yeah, we had a counter protest, and as long as they don't cross that line of being incendiary and that does not include their sign words on the sign should not bother you and if they do that's your problem not his but if he if, if they go beyond just standing there and protesting like we will be doing or chanting or whatever that's their right let them do it absolutely we did have a counter protester in Springfield yeah and Justin actually talked to him and he left shortly after there. And I, he yeah, had a conversation I mean, I with him. I won't, yeah, I won't say it was because of just me or whatever. There was a couple other people that had a, a good conversation with him. But um, yeah, I mean, he, if anything, I've been telling people he should have been down there with us. Um, he believed in reopening. Um, he just wanted a lot of uh, precautions. Like he yeah. wanted everybody to be safe. And like, you know what? I'm I'm for there being some precautions right away. If, you, if, if that's going to make some people feel better, you know, and they still want to you know, limit a few things, as in like how many people can be somewhere, whatever. Not that I've seen a whole lot of limiting at Walmart or anything, anyway. If a private enterprise wants to put in that you have to wear a mask, that's their business. You're in their store on their right. property. Right. The government has no business doing that. Right. And honestly, at that point, you still have power. You don't have to shop there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can go somewhere you don't else. agree with it. Exactly. So. But yeah, just wanted to mention that and keep people's head in that game because it is easy to forget that when you see somebody saying some real dumb things. Absolutely. Um, go to orphans of the American mm-hmm. Check out the reopen Illinois mm-hmm. Facebook group page, whatever it's called. I don't do social media you got it. group. I scroll, I read it's toilet material for me. Um, do that. Go to orphans of the American If you like the show, share it, love it, like it, rate it. Yeah, see you in Springfield. Peace, Mother Brothers.